I'm Mark Middleton along with Bill Schaefer and this is Growing Boulder. And wouldn't it be great to make a living doing exactly what you love? Wouldn't it be great to make a real difference in your community? Wouldn't it be great to meet an eclectic mix of men and women who are doing all of that? If you are listening, you have come to the right place, folks, because you're going to meet a group of people right now who are as different as they can be. Everybody from a 104-year-old artist to a 50-something skydiving legend to a rock and roll Hall of Fame musician. But they all share one trait that makes their lives fun and rewarding. They put all kinds of effort into pursuing their passions, and they're not afraid to chase their dreams. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Roger McGuinn is still rocking in his mid-60s, mostly a solo act, but occasionally playing with pals like Bruce Springsteen. Roger and his wife Camilla have opened their lives to Growing Boulder, from their private birth on a northbound train to a private home recording session for his Grammy-nominated Folk Den Project. We'll all be together in that land where I'm bound. We even had the world premiere of an old film that Roger shot on the Byrds' trip to London back in 1967, a film that was lost for 35 years. Paul McCartney came over to the house and he loved it. He thought, wow, that's brilliant, you know, so I was really stoked on this whole thing. Rogers taught us that even in our mid-60s, we still have decades left. I'm inspired by Andre Segovia, who died at 93, and he was booked at Carnegie Hall when he died. He was still good enough wow. at 93. Gene Evans is a humble rural farmer and the first man in history to spawn in captivity the prehistoric and threatened sturgeon, not only ensuring its survival, but giving rise to a potentially huge aqua farming business. We're only here for a short time. And I really believe that if you have, uh, if you have good ideas and if you have something you believe in, that you've got to pursue it. And I think it's, your, I think it's almost like your duty to do this. Not long ago, Donna Dewberry was a woman with seven kids and no money. But she had a passion for painting, especially a new technique that she developed herself. And all they kept saying to me is, oh my gosh, you have something new that nobody's seen before. And so we literally, at my dining room table, I created a new technique of the industry. Her one-stroke painting technique has taught millions to paint and made millions for her. Dr. Lucky Meisenheimer is an MD, a Special Olympics coach, the owner of the world's largest yo-yo collection, and a master swimming champion. Six days a week, he starts his day with a swim across the lake behind his home, and he invites anyone to join him. Well, it's just cool. Uh, that's the bottom line. Uh, I swim every day, and I figure if I'm going to swim, why not invite my friends and other friends to come out and join me? You only get one shot at it, and I try to suck as much fun out of life as I can. Alita Baker is a former fashion model, and at 75, yes, she's 75, she's more excited than ever about her future as an artist. I never had a paintbrush in my hand before, never painted before, and just I just had a feeling, that a deep feeling, I wanted to put them on canvases. I wanted to savor my visions. I didn't know I could paint until I painted. I didn't know I could write a book until I started writing. In college, Bill Booth went skydiving for the first time and he had a few issues. Parachute gear hadn't changed since 1927. There were three or four issues that bugged me. 
He spent the next three decades inventing solutions to those issues. One of his inventions is the tandem parachute. That opened up the sport to everyone and opened up the world to Booth. In 1985, he led a BBC skydiving expedition onto the summit of the legendary Cerro Atana in the remote Venezuelan rainforest. In the early 90s, he led a Russian skydiving expedition onto the North Pole, something few thought was possible. But they jumped successfully, opening up a whole new way to reach the North Pole. My motto now is that you are what you do. All right, having great thoughts is wonderful, and you can't do anything unless you think about it first, but if you don't do it, it really doesn't matter. At age 85, artist Harold Gard is keenly aware that time is more precious than ever, but he refuses to spend less of it taking chances. If I possibly uh, ever allowed the concept of having less time to experiment, I would just pack up everything. There are many, many people that are doing their finest work and their highest quality of work when they get into their 70s and 80s. We call this the liberation phase. If not now, when? Harold Rotenberg is a 104-year-old landscape painter whose works hang in galleries from Paris to New York. Do you have a favorite painting? No. Do you have a favorite finger? The old one, the old great. What do you want for your 104th birthday? Another day. <laughs> How do you like that? That's a good answer, isn't it? That's a great answer. 66-year-old Dr. Peter Pritchard is the Indiana Jones of turtles. Time Magazine calls him a hero for the planet for his work in turtle conservation. Sort of a curious doorway to the world. I mean, turtles have taken me to I think about 90 countries and territories. And this was actually killed by hunters in Guyana who are now working on my payroll to do turtle protection. And let's not forget Rachel Veach. She taught us about independence, self-reliance, and taking care of what we own. Rachel bought her Mercury Comet brand new back in 1964 and purchased lifetime warranties for every part. The car now has nearly 600,000 miles on it, and Rachel is on her 17th free battery, 7th free muffler, and her third set of shocks. And I don't want anybody to wait on or anybody to wait for. I go when I please and do as I please, and if I see a road, I'll take off. I don't even know where it goes, and I don't care. I just want to find out. How about that, folks? Ten stories in just five minutes, kind of a growing bolder version of speed dating. Uh, let's call it speed inspiration. And, and, you know, Bill, these are not professional motivational speakers trying to tell us how to live. These are just ordinary people showing us by their very example. You know something else that really came through in that? One of the qualities they all seem to share is curiosity. Like Rachel was saying at the end of that story, I just want to find out. Curiosity seems to be one of those traits, Mark, that's key to growing bolder, just being curious. These people don't get bored, not in their lives, or at least not often, because they're too busy being curious. So here's the takeaway, folks. Start exercising your curiosity muscle. When something interests you, confuses you, stimulates you, don't run from it. Look into it. Google it. Study it. Because the more you know, the more curious you become. And before you know it, like the people we just met, you've got the passion that gets you out of bed each and every day as well.